Robert Sapp here. Welcome to the podcast. First, let me thank each and every one for listening, whether you're listening as soon as I put it out or if you're catching this months later. It's, it is right now June 6, 2021, and about oh, 08 o'clock at night. But I appreciate your listening. I appreciate you sharing and talking about this to family and friends. Um, the Lord has really blessed this podcast. And it has went around the world and all through the United States. So appreciate you listening. But you know, hopefully it's making a difference. Hopefully you're, you're seeing or hearing something that you need and that it is indeed making a difference in your life. And that's what it's all about. Whether one person listens or a thousand people listen, it, it's irrelevant. It's just hopefully I'm praying that whoever is listening, whoever's hearing this is getting a blessing from God. Not because it's my voice, not because it's me, but because it is from God. Also, I'd like to mention that you look up this podcast on Anchor, you're still going to see it under my name, Robert C. Sapp. If you would like to see all of them in a different location, all of the different episodes, all of the different podcasts in a different location, you can go to www.trinityword.ministry trinity word ministry that's all one word trinity word ministry.com that's the website now for this ministry for this podcast there's a prayer form or prayer request form down at the bottom of the home page you're welcome to fill that out uh, there's some bible study guides i apologize there are a lot of spelling errors my brain and my fingers don't always cooperate together the fingers go faster than the brain, or the brain goes faster than the fingers. So, but there—that's all there. The Bible study guides are on page three of the website. The podcast is on the second page. Well, actually, it's multiple pages. But, and then if you go to the menu, is the first menu is home. The second is the podcast episodes, and the third item is for the Bible study guides. Um, working on the website it's a work in progress but I do appreciate it just keep listening keep keep tuning in and praying pray for this podcast pray for this ministry as I also pray for each and every one of you share this with others if you get a blessing from it and hopefully they will also get a blessing out of it tonight's or today this week's podcast is go to the doctor now that may sound a little foolish and may sound a little funny but let's get into it mark chapter 2 starting with verse 16 and when the scribes and pharisees saw him eat with publicans and sinners they said unto his disciples how is it that he eateth and drinketh with publican and sinners when jesus heard it he saith unto them they that are whole have no need of the physician but they that are sick I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Go to the doctor. If you were shot by a gun, or if you were shot by an arrow, you would not try to heal yourself. You would go to the doctor. If you get a real bad cold, hey, coronavirus is still going on around the world. If you get the coronavirus, you're going to go to the doctor. You're going to seek medical attention and medical advice if you are sick. We are sin sick. The world is sin sick. Go to the doctor. Go to the master physician and let him heal you. You do not have to be ready. 
to go to him. You don't have to make something right to go to the master physician. Because you see, he will make it right. He will justify. He will sanctify. He will do it. Not you. You're, it's impossible for you to do it. You know, if a doctor gets really, really bad sick, maybe they're unconscious or they're in a coma, they can't, they can't do anything for themselves. They have to find or they have to be taken to another doctor. If a lawyer gets in serious trouble, he can't represent himself. He goes and finds him another lawyer. We are sin sick in this world, and we need the master physician. You may have financial need. You may have a spiritual need. You may have a physical need. You may have a marital need. You, no and you may have all of those needs. There may just be something nagging at you. There may be some issue. You could be physically ill. You could have a chronic illness. Go to Christ. Go to the healer. Go to the one that will and can and does answer your prayers. No matter how little or how small or how big or how great it is, go to the master physician. At a church that I used to attend, there was this little girl. I was, I was fortunate and blessed to take up the prayer request. You know, most churches has a time and a place for prayer requests. Oh, you've got a prayer need, lift your hand, all unspoken request, lift your hand. Well, this little girl would lift her hand, little short girl, a little five, six-year-old, and she would raise her hand, and I would say, yes, sweetheart, what, what is your need? And she would look at me, and she'd say, my doll is sick. My doll is sick. Pray for my doll. Now, you and I as adults, we know that dolls are inanimate, and it's only in a child's imagination that they are truly alive. But they are very much alive in a child's imagination. Did I pray for the doll? No, I did not pray for the doll. I prayed for the little girl that God would meet her needs. She had needs that she didn't even know she needed. She had things that was in her life that she didn't have a clue that was wrong. But I prayed for the little girl. I took her prayer request. Okay, baby. But you see, if you're concerned about it, God is concerned about it. And God was concerned that that little girl believed that God could even heal her doll. And in her mind, God healed her doll. A lady, an adult, right across the aisle from that little girl would raise her hand at times. And she would say, pray for my dog. My dog is sick. God can touch the dog, and God will touch the dog. We prayed for the dog. We prayed for the woman. It concerned her, so it concerned God. It may seem foolish to some to pray for an animal. Now, not necessarily believe that, you know, we have to lay hands on the animal and bless them, as some denominations and some religions do. I'm not saying that we have to go that far, but we can pray for those dogs and those cats, those animals, and God can touch and heal them. My father-in-law's car was acting up one day and he laid hands on the car and asked God to touch it and the car ran better. 
God is concerned about what concerns you. So don't try to do this by yourself. Don't keep it to yourself. Tell God about it. You can tell some Christian, friend, loved one, pastor, whomever, teacher, whatever. You can tell them if they are truly prayer, praying people. Tell them. Say you have a need and to take it to them. You don't have to confess what your need is unless you feel led to do that. God hears the unspoken request. God knows what the unspoken is as much as He does the spoken. And, and yes, He does know our needs before we pray, but we need to pray. And we need to ask God and we need to go to God with those needs. No matter what they are. They may be foolish. I'm right now asking God for a special blessing in my life. Since the pandemic started, I'm going to share this with anybody that's listening. Since the pandemic started here in North Carolina in March of 2020, I was sent home to work from home. And I have been working from home since March 2020, mid-March. I think it was like March the 16th, 15th time frame. And I've been working. I worked from my, from my table, my kitchen table, for a while. I've got a study in my house, and, and that study is occupied by my wife, who was also sent home to work from home, and my daughter, who works from home. She works out of that study. Well, since then, we've had to take in two of the grandsons. We've got a granddaughter living with us, and I'm going to lose the study and convert it back to a bedroom for my grandchildren. And I'm not complaining about that. But I will continue to work from home until at least September the 15th or so. And then the company I work for has told me that I will work some from home and some from office. Some from home, some from the office, some from home, some from the office. Each week I will be working a few days, a day or two or three, from home. You're going, okay, well, what's your request? I've asked God for an outside office. I've asked God to help me. To deliver, because I can't afford a, what I'm asking for is a 12 by 16 building. I'm going to have it wired. I'm going to have heat in it. I'm going to have air conditioning in it. I'm going to have my books. I am a book collector, so I've got a lot of books. I'm going to get all of my books together, and I'm going to put them in this outside, what I'm calling the outside office. I'm asking God to help me get that building. If he wants to give it to me, I won't say no. I will not say no. But I'm asking him to help me get that building. Because from here on out, I will be spending some time at home working. I will also be doing these podcasts, and I do Bible study, and I, you know, I prepare for sermons. I do all kinds of things. I do love to learn and read and study. And well, with a 14-year-old, an 11-year-old, an 8-year-old, my wife, my daughter, and her husband all living in a small house. It's uh, two dogs in the house, two dogs outside the house, a rabbit in the house, fish, bird, and hermit crabs. And in the bedroom, we have, my wife has a bearded, a Chinese bearded dragon. So it's kind of noisy in my house. I'm sitting at the church that I attend. I borrow the building after Sunday evening service, and I do, a, I do my podcast now because it's quiet. 
I'm not complaining about, I'm glad my grandchildren can move in with us. I'm glad to be able to take care of my grandchildren because there's a need there. And and I would like for you to pray for that need as well. Just pray for my family in general because there's needs all over my family. Why am I telling you this? I truly believe that God can do it. That's a need I have, and He's concerned about my needs. He is concerned about my needs. Now, I have a physical need. I have a mental need. I have a spiritual need. I have a financial need. I have a marital need. He's concerned about those needs. So that's the reason why I've titled this one, Go to the Doctor. The Master Physician is standing by, ready and waiting to hear from you. All you have to do is call out His name, Jesus. And He hears you call out His name. Now for those of you that are listening that may have never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, He's listening for you to say, Lord, I'm sorry. And once you say that and truly believe it, truly be mindful of it and sincere about it, you are part of the family. And God the Father says, what would you have need of, children? He came, as in Mark 2 and verse 17, the latter part of that verse says, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. He's calling you. He is drawing you to that repentance and all you have to do. There's no magic words. And we like to tell people, oh, you got to say the sinner's prayer. There is no such thing in the scriptures as the sinner's prayer. It is a sincere calling out to God from your heart and saying you're sorry and you're forgiven. Don't worry about what you're dressed like or what you've got on or what you've done in your past or maybe you're not living a a godly life. Well, no, you're not because you're not a Christian and I've got news for you. A lot of Christians don't constantly, no, well, I don't know any Christian that lives a godly life 24-7. We all fall and come short of the glory of God. None of us are perfect. And because of that, we, we mess up. We are a body of flesh. We mess up at times. And we have to come to Him and we have to ask for forgiveness. And He will forgive us. And He will let us... We ask for repentance when we mess up. We don't have to ask for forgiveness for our sins and, you know, writing our names down in the Lamb's Book of Life again, maybe, unless it's a really serious sin. And... You know, I, I don't believe in the once saved, always saved, because Revelation tells me that he will blot our name out of the Lamb's book of life. But I do believe that we can stay saved. And I believe that once we are saved, we are saved. But we have to live that way. Now we do, we are a body of flesh and we do mess up. So we ask for forgiveness. We ask for repentance again. But if you've never asked him, now is the day. Today is the acceptable time. Ask him for forgiveness. But if you are a Christian, ask him what you have need of. Are you sick? Do you have a headache? You need a job? Maybe you need a better job. Maybe you just need some understanding when you read the scripture. Maybe your marriage isn't exactly where it needs to be. Who knows what it is? Maybe you need an outside office. God is concerned about your need. 
I'll leave you with this. August the 15th, 2015, my father passed away, my dad, my early dad, and I had a great dad. August the 17th, we was, I think it was August the 17th, we was at the funeral. We had the funeral, we was in the funeral procession, we're taking him to the graveyard. We're going to put him next to my mom, who passed away in 2000. And it started to rain. Now funerals are bad enough as it is. We don't need rain on top of it. And I'm in my car, and my brother's with me in my car, and we're just driving up the road, and you know, we're both sitting there kind of somber. But I looked up at the heavens and I went, Lord, I would appreciate it if you held back the rain. It stopped raining when we got to the, tr to the graveyard. The moment that we brought my dad's body out of, out of the hearse, it stopped raining. And it can stay no rain until after the funeral was over and then it came back again. Did God stop the rain? Yes, he did. Not Robert. God did. Because Robert was concerned. He did not want to do the rain and the funeral. One or the other. I didn't want to do both. And he stopped the rain. Because Robert was concerned. God can do that in your life. Whether it's a spiritual storm or it's a financial storm, God can stop the rain. God can stop the pain. God can stop, or He can give you the strength to get through it, however He chooses to work. So I encourage you to go to the doctor. Go to the master physician, and when, when you go to him, go expecting. When you go to a physical doctor, you expect him to be able to do something for you. So when you go to the master physician, expect something. Expect him to do something for you. And until we meet again, I'm going to end with this prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you this day, God. We thank you for your many blessings upon our life, Lord, for allowing us the opportunity once again to come, Lord, to talk and to worship and to minister and to understand together, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you'll move and that you'll touch on each and every one that hears, each and every one that listens, God. Now and into the future, we ask that you'll move on them. Lord, that you'll heal their bodies, that you'll touch their finances, that you'll touch whatever concerns them, Lord. Down to the little girl and the doll that was sick, God, touch those concerns, Lord. Move and bless as only you can. In Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. Until we meet again, take care of each other, and we'll talk soon. Love you.